Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill their promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth.
Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Welcome to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and we are broadcasting around the world. Tonight, July 29th, 2021. Broadcasting around the world through the Fringe FM exclusively, the Fringe FM application that you can download for free. Or check us out on TalkStream Live and or the Paranormal Radio app. We also have a special deal going on for our subscription service. If you subscribe for one year to the Secret Teachings Archive, you get access to download and stream all of the shows. You get access to all of the montages. We're over 80 montages now and counting. You get access to my digital books, all of my new books, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir. Books that are also available on the website to buy separately. But when you subscribe for one year, not only do you get all of that, you also get a physical copy of one of those books. Your choice. You can read reviews of the books by authors and radio hosts and read what the books are about. See the covers of the books and everything you might want or need to know if you're interested in learning more about some of the stuff we talk about here on The Secret Teachings. Pretty much the basis for everything we've discussed since the beginning, since the inception of this radio broadcast a little over eight years ago, although I've been doing radio for 10, uh, we've been doing this professionally for about five, but I've been on radio for about 10 years. And when I really first began to understand what it was I was doing here on radio, I I realized how important symbols were. Symbols are very, very important. They've always been important to me as a field of study. I don't think we realize how important symbols are in our daily life. Everything that we do, everything that we hear, everything that we see can influence and sometimes is directly intended, malicious or otherwise, intended to manipulate the subconscious because symbols are a language and the subconscious understands things in a different way than the conscious mind does. And so since the beginning of the Secret Teachings radio show, we've been looking at symbols and how they affect our lives. And we've been looking at things that sometimes are hard to quantify by traditional standard means. And what I mean by that is usually we associate something like the occult or the esoteric with something that really can't be put onto paper. It can't be observed. And we separate things like astrology and astronomy. We put one in a New Age community category, and the other one is hard science. We separate things like spirituality and even consciousness 
which is psychology, from the physical body. And in separating all of these fields, we might think we have a better understanding of ourselves and the world around us, but it seems to actually prevent us from understanding ourselves and the world around us. And there are those people in the world, they're not all rich, elitist, globalist eugenicists. They're people that probably work at a, at a company that you work at, people that understand the subconscious, they understand symbols, and they will use those things against you. Now, before I go any further, tonight is a very special show. And I want to give out the email, so if you hear anything tonight that you find interesting or if you want to correct me, tonight would be the night to do it. We're going to talk a lot about numbers tonight and events that happen that are classified as synchronicities. So the email, if you want to write this down, is rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com, or you can find... Everything about the show at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's www.thesecretteachings.info. So you think about mystical, uh, occult, synchronistic things, things that we talk about on this show. Think about synchromysticism, parapolitics, parapsychology. These are all pretty standard subjects for the secret teachings. Sometimes it's hard to identify what exactly it is that we're observing. You look at something like mythology. Mythology is really an early form of scientific observation of why things happen. Giving names of gods and goddesses, or what would become gods and goddesses, but just simply giving names, divine characteristics to uh, components of nature. Lightning, thunder, flooding and raining and storms and the blowing of wind. So mythology is science. And uh, people don't like to acknowledge uh, astrology, uh, numerology. You know, people are even skeptical to acknowledge psychology. Some people are skeptical to acknowledge that. But, you know, I couldn't help but have almost a revelation uh, yesterday and today. I was reading a story from Variety online, and uh, it's about a shooting that took place in California. Some of you may have heard this. This might be new to others. Shooting at California Theater during Forever Purge screening leaves one dead and one injured. It says an 18-year-old woman named Riley Goodrich was killed and a 19-year-old man, Anthony, and his last name is Barajas, a 19-year-old man was badly injured during a shooting at the screening of The Forever Purge in Corona, California. The date of this shooting was July 26, 2021, The police were called to the scene at about 11.45 p.m. at the Regal Edwards Corona Crossings movie theater in Corona, California. At the time, when this article was published on the 27th, the next day, 
It wasn't clear if there was a third person involved, and they claimed, the authorities did, that they found no gun at the scene, according to the Press Enterprise newspaper. Well, on the 28th, yesterday, a suspect was arrested in that shooting, Joseph Jimenez, and he was charged with murder, attempted murder, and robbery with a gun. Employees that were cleaning up the the show, uh, they only sold a couple of tickets to this late-night show for the Forever Purge screening from the Purge series. Employees that were cleaning up the movie theater found the two teenagers with gunshot wounds, according to the Corona Police Department. The police department also said the attack seemed to, uh, attack seemed to be unprovoked, that there was essentially no motive. Now, that story didn't really get a lot of traction and there might have been, uh, you know, a couple of reasons for that. It was only two people really can't consider it a mass shooting, so you can't use it to push a narrative. But it, it, it's, it's something that spoke to me because it took place in Corona, California. Then, on the 29th, today, on the 29th, an article was published. I got a copy from the Associated Press about an event that took place on July 23rd, just six days ago, or depending on where you are, about a week ago. It happened in Aurora, Colorado. Aurora police officer John Hubert was arrested on suspicion of attempted first-degree assault, second-degree assault, and felony menacing charges after officers responded Friday, this was last Friday, to a trespassing report where they found a Kyle Vinson at the scene. The body cam footage shows Hubert hold his pistol to Vincent's head, strike him with it, choke him, and threaten to shoot him. Now, we're not really, I'm not really, I don't think you should really be concerned with the details of this story, but there's something specific about it, and there's something specific about the shooting in Corona, California, that we need to talk about here on the broadcast this evening. One of the details is that Kyle Vinson is considered biracial, but he identifies as a black person. If you look at his picture, he clearly does not have dark skin at all. Skin might be a little bit darker than mine, but he's clearly not dark-skinned, even kind of biracial. He's, he's white or he's Hispanic, at least. He's definitely not black. But this triggered protests in Colorado where it happened, in Aurora, Colorado, where it happened. Now, Corona, California might sound familiar to some of you. Corona, the crown. You've probably heard about a Corona once or twice in the last year plus. And you might have heard of Aurora, Colorado. Aurora, Colorado is very close to the Columbine High School. Remember that from 1999? And Aurora, Colorado is the scene of the Aurora, Colorado shooting at a movie theater. A movie theater screening The Dark Night Rises. And it was a late night showing, just like this movie Forever Purge at the Regal Edwards Corona Crossings Theater in California. So that happens That shooting happens on July 26th, three days before that in Aurora, Colorado, 
July 23rd, Kyle Vinson was essentially assaulted by a police officer, but the story takes place in Aurora, Colorado. And it's funny, I think, because it led, despite the fact that the guy is not black, but, quote, in the article, quote, identifies as black, it led to a large protest against police violence for the, quote, mistreatment of people of color. Not only is Kyle Vinson not colored, he identifies as being colored, but I couldn't help but think that the protest in Aurora, Colorado, and the protests and the rioting and the looting that have not ceased in some parts of the United States and have been associated with everything from pro to anti Donald Trump to assaults that are worse than World War II and Pearl Harbor combined on the U.S. Capitol to Antifa to the Proud Boys. Everybody has an explanation for why there's rioting and it's all about police brutality and making an example that we won't tolerate the mistreatment of colored people. But it just kind of sounds like a a societal racial purge to me. The violence, the nonstop violence, the rioting, the looting, the stabbings, the shootings in Chicago alone, hundreds a weekend. Something seems to be odd or off about these two stories. But maybe you don't think there's any significance to that. Well, tonight I want to tell you something. I want to share something with you that I can almost guarantee 100% that you will not hear this on any other radio show, any other podcast. And I highly doubt you'll hear anybody that you know talking about this. I'm going to tell you something tonight that I think will blow your mind. Before we can look any further into the shooting in Corona, California on the 26th of July, or the arrest of a police officer in Aurora, Colorado, that sparked because of his violent interaction with Kyle Vinson, a suspect who reportedly was trespassing, sparked protests. Protests that, as we've seen the last year plus, have mimicked a kind of cultural societal purge, just like the Forever Purge movie that was screening at the Corona, California Theater. Coronavirus lockdown protests have also seemed to produce the same type of scenery in cities around the world, countries around the world, and in parts of the United States from north to southwest to east. There's something else going on here. And I know it might sound like a stretch, but believe me, it's not a stretch to link all of this to the Olympics. Remember what happened July 20th of 2012, when the Olympics were taking place in London? Think about it for a moment. July 20th, 2012. James Holmes and the Aurora, Colorado shooting, seven days before the opening ceremony of the 2012 Olympics. The woman who carried the torch to that Olympics for the first leg of the torch run was named Kelly Holmes. And right before the closing ceremony of those Olympics, 
Wade Michael Page opened fire in Oak Creek, Wisconsin, seven days before the closing ceremony. Wade Michael Page lived on Holmes Avenue. I'm going to tell you what all this means when we come back from break right here on The Secret Teachings. Stay with us. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is The Secret Teachings Radio on The Fringe FM. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit the website, thesecretteachings.info, and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of Ryan's books. The show offers weekly and monthly subscriptions, or for $50 a year, get access to the archive, montages, and digital books at a discounted price. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the donate button at the top of the page. Your subscription supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and you. Alex Exum. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and like my show, I like to associate with people and companies who are passionate about taking steps to a healthier life. Pro One Water Filters brings you simple-to-use systems for the home, business, and even the shower. They filter fluoride, heavy metals, and more, and their shower heads stop chlorine from being vaporized and inhaled. I personally use their systems now for five years, and they're worth every penny sincerely. Our other affiliate, US Plus Health, is a small American company specializing in hydrogen peroxide solutions, isopropyl alcohol, and hand sanitizers with no additional ingredients like ethanol, chloride, or methanol. They use 100% U.S. materials at an FDA-registered facility. Their simple, non-toxic formulations are both safe and gentle. They evaporate quickly and leave no residue or stickiness. They're even recommended by the CDC, FDA, and WHO as opposed to other toxic chemicals like QACs. Find links to these affiliates, Pro One Water Filters, and U.S. Plus Health on our website, www.thesecretteachings.info for links, or visit usplushealth.com and type in the promo code TSTCLEAN. Do you want to know more about this strange and weird reality we live in? Join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where we explore the unrevealed. Every Wednesday night, live at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK. The Fringe FM. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. 
If you want the most unique blend of subjects anywhere on radio, from parapsychology, pop conspiracy, parapolitics, the paranormal, and symbolism, look no further than The Secret Teachings, airing Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Our topics, themes, and perspectives are not bogged down by rhetoric or ideological collective associations. It's just raw thought and consciousness. Check us out by visiting our website at thesecretteachings.info or the network fringe.fm. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and you are tuned into the Secret Teachings Radio right here on the Fringe FM. A couple of days ago, on the 26th of July, tonight is the 29th of July, 2021, there was a shooting at a movie theater, a Regal Edwards Theater, at Corona Crossings, California, Corona, California. That was the name of the movie theater, Regal Edwards Corona Crossings, Corona, California. A couple of days after that shooting, on July 26th, an article was published pertaining to a police officer named John Hubert, who was arrested after a violent attack on a suspect named Kyle Vinson in Aurora, Colorado. The date of the incident was July 23rd, 2021. Two words there stand out to me. Corona and Aurora. In essence, Corona and Aurora mean the same thing. Aurora is the personification of dawn or light, kind of like the Aurora Borealis. The Aurora Borealis and the Aurora light bringer that some might refer to as Lucifer. And it's interesting that a lot of people over the years, decades before I was born, uh, felt or they figured that if there is an Antichrist or there is some kind of Antichrist beast-like system that comes to power in the final days, that it will be technological. And here in 2021... It looks like the ultimate supercomputer will be completed and it will be revealed. The name of that supercomputer is Aurora. Now, Corona, of course, means crown, like the crown of the sun, the rays of the sun. The rays of the sun traditionally were said to be seven, the seven divine rays of light whether that's in Mithraism or it's in Christianity. And I believe most religions have a very similar tradition pertaining to seven sacred rays of light. At least the number seven is a very sacred number. If you go back to the 2012 London Olympics, there's a woman named Kelly Holmes, and she carried the torch for the Olympic cauldron in the first leg of the torch relay. She carried that torch and that flame was later passed on to seven young athletes and those seven young athletes lit the 2012 Olympic 
Cauldron in London to open the 2012 Olympic Games. Something else had taken place just seven days before the opening ceremony of those Olympics. The opening ceremony was July 27th of 2012. Seven days prior to that, the name Holmes was in the news again. Or really, I should say, for the first time, because we're going back a week. James Holmes supposedly went into a movie theater in Aurora, Colorado, right down the road, about 30 minutes from the Columbine High School, the infamous Columbine High School. And James Holmes opened fire, supposedly, killing a dozen moviegoers. And although the story about James Holmes doesn't fully add up, considering witnesses saw more than one person in the theater, this is stuff we can talk about later on this evening. It's interesting that we had the Aurora, Colorado, or the Batman shooting on July 20th, 2012, seven days later, the opening ceremony of the Olympics in London. Now, after the opening ceremony and the games progress and conclude, you always have your closing ceremony. The Olympics are one great big ritual conducted on a global scale. Millions and millions and millions, probably a billion or more people, tune into the Olympics, and hundreds of thousands would attend if they were able to in 2021. The London Olympics were were spectacular. And uh, obviously, this year's Olympics in Tokyo are a little bit different because there aren't fans, and everything is hyper-political correctness and uh, censorship, uh, people calling for national flags to be burned or you know that they they won't they don't want to really represent their own country although they're going to compete for their own country is a lot of weird stuff going on in 2021 but 2012 was a little bit different 2012 was kind of just like the ultimate olympic ritual now i was thinking about all of this because toward the end of the olympics in 2012 The Olympics ended on the 12th, the closing ceremony, the 12th of August, 2012. Seven days before the closing ceremony, there was a shooting, another shooting. In Oak Creek, Wisconsin, at a Sikh temple, the shooter, Wade Michael Page, killed six people, and then he died, shot himself, supposedly, bringing the number to seven. Seven days after that was the closing ceremony of the London Olympics. Now, that might seem as if it has no relationship, that there's no relationship between the Aurora, Colorado shooting, the opening ceremony of the Olympics, the Oak Creek, Wisconsin shooting, and the closing ceremony of the Olympics. However, I want to submit the word Holmes for you, for your consideration, and I want to submit the number seven for your consideration. Just consider it for a moment. July 20th, Aurora, Colorado, James Holmes. Seven days later, the opening ceremony of the Olympics. The woman who carried the torch, Kelly Holmes. 
That torch was then given to seven young athletes who lit the cauldron. On August 5th, toward the end of the Olympics, the Oak Creek, Wisconsin shooting happened. Wade Michael Page killed, including himself, seven people. That event was seven days before the closing ceremony of those Olympics. Take that into consideration for a moment. Just kind of let it soak in. Just let it settle. Now, this happened nine years ago. So, this isn't really recent topical information. This is more history than it is anything. Consider what I just said for a moment. Think of the synchro mysticism of that. Think of the synchronicity of it. Think of the the occult esoteric element or component of it. Maybe you still don't think there's any significance to what I'm saying. There's no significance to this police officer being arrested in Aurora, Colorado after an incident on July 23rd. It might make a little more sense once you understand what Aurora means and what Corona means. Corona, California, was the scene of a July 26th shooting at a movie theater, just like Aurora, Colorado, James Holmes in 2012. Now, at the Aurora, Colorado theater, the movie that was screening was called The Dark Knight Rises. A lot of people called this the Batman shooting. And James Holmes was often identified in the media as the Joker. Some people called it the Joker shooting. The movie that was playing in Corona, California, was Forever Purge, latest movie, the latest edition in the Purge movie series. If you don't know what the Purge is, the Purge is a futuristic, but not too futuristic, United States where you have these new founding fathers that have control of the country, And in order to keep people in line and to keep some sense of law and order, at least on the surface, that's how it's presented to the public, there's one night a year that everybody can go out and they can purge. They can purge the night. They can murder. They can rape. There's no law. It's lawless. There's no emergency services. There's no police. There's no ambulance. There's no firefighters. There's nothing. It's chaos. It's mayhem. Now, there are different movies, but in each of the movies, you kind of get a glimpse that there are these powerful, rich elitists who use Purge Night, and they have either affiliates that work for them or they do it themselves, and they go after, in one movie, a lady who's running for political office who wants to end the Purge, so the people that began the Purge and that run it used that Purge Night to go and kill or attempt to kill their political rival. In one of the recent Purge movies, it was more about racial conflict, gang violence, and the, the, the conflict in, in uh, ghettos. At least that's what I took from it. And uh, in other movies, uh, in fact, I think it was the one with the politician, the... Uh, there was a kind of like a, a, a symbolic uh, scene uh, that indicated that the wealthy and powerful 
uh, were performing more than a purge that night. They were actually performing human sacrifices, not just killing people, but performing human sacrifices. They, they wrapped this woman up in a white gown and planned to sacrifice her, to murder her inside of a church, to purge their sins. That's what the movie series is all about. It's kind of like a, a more political version of Saul because it's kind of gory and kind of it's, kinda, it's cheesy. Uh, and it's a shoot 'em up movie, and it doesn't really have a lot of story to it, but it's kind of like a political version of, of Saul. That's the movie that was playing in Corona. Now, I don't have to remind you that the last year to the last year and a half has seen the world, and the United States in particular, plagued with violence, plagued with manufactured violence, both protests over lockdowns and protests over police or perceived police violence or perceived injustice for people of color. Although in this latest case in Aurora, Colorado, Kyle Vinson, who was attacked by Aurora police officer John Hubert, Kyle Vinson is not black. He says he's biracial, or at least that's what his identification says. He identifies, though, as black. And this led to protesting in Aurora, Colorado. As a result of his identification as being black, even though he wasn't black. So, Corona... Aurora, the purge, the dark night rises. What exactly is all this? What does this all mean? Well, let's put that in a pot and put the top on it and let's put it on simmer and let's put it on the back burner for a moment. And let's bring us all, every one of us, up to speed with the current Olympics. 2021, Tokyo. These Olympics were delayed a year because of, well, the so-called pandemic. In 1988, I know I just said we're going to stay in 2021, but hear me out. In 1988, a movie came out called Akira. And that movie, in the same year, 1988, the history in that movie is that the government of Japan dropped an atomic bomb on Tokyo. The movie deals with ESP experiments on children, and because those children and those experiments don't turn out the way the government planned, they lost control of the experiment. They decided to drop an atomic bomb on Tokyo. The movie, although released in 1988, takes place in 2019, 31 years after the nuking of the city. In the movie, there are scenes in which you see an Olympic stadium being built. You can look this up for yourself if you've never seen Akira or it's a great movie. Get a chance, uh, go watch it. There's a scene in the movie where you see the Olympic stadium being constructed in 2019 in preparation for the upcoming Olympics. However, On that sign that says 147 days to opening ceremony, some people went under the sign with graffiti and they wrote, just cancel it. There's a scene of this in the actual movie Akira. Now, let's build further on that. The 2020 Olympics were postponed until 2021 because of a so-called pandemic, right? 
On February 26th of 2020, Prime Minister of Japan Abe Shinzo urged the closing of schools, companies, and sporting events in Japan because of the so-called SARS-CoV-2 virus. On March 24th of 2020, Prime Minister Abe Shinzo postponed the 2020 Olympics. Now, February 26th, when Abe Shinzo, the Prime Minister of Japan, urged the closing of schools and companies and sporting events, it's a little under a month before he decided to postpone the Olympics. Two days after this announcement, on the 28th of February, calls in mainstream media, one article from Forbes, called for a cancellation of the 2020 Olympics. That was on the 28th of February, 2020. And again, as I just said, on March 24th, the Prime Minister of Japan decided to do exactly that, cancel the 2020 Olympics and postpone them till 2021. Now in 2021, the Olympics began with people protesting outside of the venue to end the Olympics in order to save lives. A lot of the signs just read, cancel the Olympics, save lives, or end the Olympics, save lives. Something to that effect. So let's go back to Akira, the movie that came out in 1988 by Kuchiro Otomo. It's a graphic fiction anime, considered one of the best animes ever produced. Some of the highest ratings, it's considered one of the best uh, stories, the best uh, animation. It's a pretty incredible movie. The movie is set in 2019, but the backstory of the movie is that in 1988, the Japanese government dropped a bomb on Japan, on their own country, on the city of Tokyo, due to ESP experiments on children that went wrong. In the movie, you see the construction of an Olympic stadium. The sign on the side of the stadium reads, Tokyo Olympics, 147 days to opening ceremony. Let's make this a success with everyone's support. People decided to protest that sign and the Olympics, as they have in 2021. And in the movie in 2019, people graffiti on the side of the building just cancel it. Now that building is a real building, but it was from a movie in 1988. The movie essentially predicted uh, what would happen in 2019, 2020. Now, maybe the Japanese government was able to get the Olympics in 2020 because of this movie and would seem kind of appropriate because of how important these kinds of movies are to Japanese culture. And it's, it's very distinctly Japanese. Maybe that's the reason why. But nonetheless, the real stadium that was being constructed in Tokyo cost $1.4 billion to, uh, to build. And uh, it was built... And it is now being utilized for the 2021 Olympics, which Japan, as a result of the coronavirus and Fukushima, which has barely been brought up, is calling the Recovery Olympics because all the, the mayhem and the destruction and uh, the economic turmoil that has gone on uh, in the world and in Japan in the last year. Kind of like the turmoil and the destruction in the, the movie Akira after the Japanese government dropped a bomb on Tokyo back in the 1980s. So, in essence, in real life, the Prime Minister 
of Japan urges the closing of schools and companies and sporting events. Two days later, mainstream media calls to cancel the Olympics. And about a month later, a little less than a month, that same prime minister, Abe Shinzo of Japan, postpones the Olympics. The funny thing is, February 28th, when mainline media began calling to cancel the Olympics, February 28th is 147 days prior to the original opening ceremony of the 2020 Olympics. February 28th, 2020, mainstream media calls to cancel the Olympics. 147 days later would have been the 2020 opening ceremony on July 24th. Seems like I'm making that up, doesn't it? It doesn't seem like that could be that could be possible. It doesn't seem like that could it, that you're just stretching and reaching for things. Uh, these numbers don't mean anything. Maybe they don't. But we can continue to build on this. We're going to build a really big really big idea tonight. And we're just getting done with the foundation and some of the the skeleton of this structure. It's going to get more in-depth as we go along. Let's move from Akira, coming out of 1988, essentially predicting, or at least Japan got the Olympics in 2020, 2021, because of this movie, but essentially predicting that the Olympics would be in Tokyo. People would be protesting to cancel the Olympics, and it just so happens to be the sign on the Olympic Stadium in the movie says 147 days until the Olympics, and that's when people in the movie had graffitied the building under the sign and said, cancel it. In real life, that essentially happened. The games were in Tokyo in 2020. The stadium had been built. And 147 days before the opening ceremony, calls to cancel the Olympics began because of a so-called pandemic. It's interesting, huh? Now let's take that pot off the back burner. Let's take the lid off and let's see how that's cooking. Remember what I told you, Aurora, Colorado, Aurora officer John Hubert attacks a man, Kyle Vinson, on July 23rd, 2021. There's video of this, and it's not really so much the attack and the so-called racial injustice that concerns me. Uh, It's not really racial injustice or a police officer attacking a black man when Kyle Vinson isn't black. He just identifies as black. That is literally what the article says from AOL. Kyle Vinson, who is biracial and identifies as black. That led to protests erupting in the streets, just like we've seen protests, riots, looting, murder, theft, burglary, etc., property crime, etc., explode in the last year. In some places, thousands of percent whether you're down on the southern border or you're in New York City, God help you, or you're in Los Angeles, you're going to need two gods to help you in Los Angeles. Crime has spiraled out of control because a lack of police funding, a lack of police presence, and a lack of will in police officers to do their jobs because they're either told to stand down, they'll lose their badge, they'll lose their their pay, And then they can't support their family, so a lot of police officers just lay down the gun, lay down the badge. They do it figuratively or they do it literally. And that leads to crime exploding, of course. Now, that 
crime and, and, and the massive increase in crime, it, it, it just sounds like, you know, people have used uh, so, so, a, I call it a so-called pandemic. Uh, they've used a so-called pandemic and they've used lockdowns, whether they agree or disagree with them. And they've used uh, racial injustice and LGBTQ rights. And they've used all this. People have used all this to, to purge. They've used it to loot and they've used it to riot and they've used it to attack people and to justify it as I'm fighting fascism or I'm fighting white supremacy or I'm fighting Donald Trump and I'm fighting Nazis or whatever it might be. People are using whatever they can as justification to do whatever they want to do with no consequences. Um, They're purging. Now, three days after this attack in Aurora, Colorado, there was a shooting at a theater in California, a movie theater. The shooting took place on July 26th, 2021. Two people were shot in the theater. Riley Goodrich, an 18-year-old woman, and Anthony Barayaz, a 19-year-old man who was very badly injured. They were two of only a handful of people screening the latest installment of the movie series, Purge. The name of the movie, they were screening the Forever Purge. Now, there's no indication that anybody else in the theater saw or heard anything. Apparently, two people were shot. Nobody heard or saw anything. Well, it was really late, so maybe some of those people left early. There's no clarification on this. What we do know is the police were called at 11.45 p.m. on the 26th of July to the Regal Edwards Corona Crossings movie theater in Corona, California. Just 48 hours, within a 48-hour period after the shooting on the 26th, it was announced that Joseph Jimenez, 20-year-old man, was arrested and charged with murder, attempted murder, and robbery with a gun. Police said they didn't find a gun in the theater, and none of the theater staff heard any gunshots, but two people ended up shot, one ended up dead in the movie theater. Now, I can't help but think how eerily that seems to relate to the Aurora, Colorado shooting in 2012, not just because of this major protest and public perception of social injustice in Aurora, Colorado, taking place three days before the shooting, and not just because it's in a movie theater, but because the significance of the movie kind of screams out loud, forever purge, forever purge, forever purge. You know what happened at the Aurora, Colorado movie theater before either James Holmes or, as witnesses said, four gun people in black-like SWAT gear stormed the theater and opened fire. A movie had been uh, previewed. Uh, This movie was called Gangster Squad or Gangsta Squad. And that movie, literally in the preview, for those people who were shot that night in the theater saw, in that preview... For Gangster Squad, four gangsters, four of them, it's very important, the number, go into a movie theater and they open fire against the moviegoers. I think they actually they have Tommy guns and they come, from, if I remember this, the, uh, the, the ad correctly, if I remember the trailer correctly, they come through the movie screen just shooting Tommy guns and they kill a bunch of people in the theater. 
That's not uncommon, but the studio requested that that Gangster Squad movie trailer be played before the Batman movie. The Batman movie was called Dark Knight Rises. Remember, the Dark Knight Rises. Do you remember what happened in the Dark Knight Rises? Remember that movie? It came out like, what, nine years ago? So maybe maybe you do, maybe you don't. Maybe I like Christopher Nolan, so I, I like all of uh, Nolan's movies. I love his take on Batman. Uh, this movie came out. 2012, and it was about uh, yeah, you know, uh, some Batman universe stuff. Uh, Bane was in that movie, and there's a lot of political tone to that movie. There's a scene in the movie where Bane had created this kind of underground fortress of uh, his kind of his criminal uh, enterprise, and they were they were making uh, uh uh, explosives and they were setting up those explosives around Gotham and they had actually uh, they had gone down below uh, the research and development uh, armory uh, department of Wayne Enterprises and they blew the floor out and they got uh, the basically the Batmobile and they got some other stuff uh, from the armory so they could take over Gotham in that movie when the police are looking at the map to go and uh, find Bane and his henchmen, there's a place on that map, which is Gotham, it's a place on that map that's that's marked, and to the left of this place, it says Strike Zone 1. What it says on the map is Sandy Hook. It actually says that on the map in the movie, The Dark Knight Rises. Now, Sandy Hook took place in Newtown, Connecticut. The shooting was carried out by Adam Lanza. Funny enough, Adam Lanza, just for whatever it's worth to you, Adam Lanza was born virtually on the anniversary of Columbine, except he was born seven years before Columbine. Columbine took place April 20th, 1999, right around the Beltane Festival. Fire, blood, human child sacrifice. It's common in some parts of the world. I'm sure it still is today. And uh, Adam Lanza was born April 22nd, just two days after the Columbine shooting. So Sandy Hook is marked on that that Batman map. It's kind of funny, isn't it? You know what else is funny? July 20th, 2012, the James Holmes Aurora, Colorado shooting. If you go from that shooting through the opening ceremony of the Olympics seven days later to the Oak Creek, Wisconsin shooting seven days before the closing ceremony of the Olympics, and you consider that James Holmes had a connection to the woman who carried the torch on the first relay in London for the opening ceremony of the Olympics to light the cauldron. Her name was Kelly Holmes. She gave that torch to seven kids who lit the Olympic cauldron. Wade Michael Page, who opened fire at a Sikh temple in Oak Creek, Wisconsin, lived on Holmes Avenue. And he was originally from Colorado. Now, outside of the mentally ill, the seeing a therapist, the antidepressant drugs, etc., that's another show. If you go through all of that, you look at the Batman movie, The Dark Knight Rises, the Gangster Squad preview before, and you see the Sandy Hook strike zone 
on the map of Gotham in the movie. And then in December of that same year, Newtown, Connecticut, Sandy Hook, Adam Lanza, bang, bang, bang. From July 20th, the opening of what seems like a gigantic masterpiece of a blood sacrifice involving shootings and the Olympics to December 14th, 2012, which had a direct connection to that night in Aurora, Colorado. It is, and correct me if I'm wrong, I've double-checked it, I've triple-checked it, it is 147 days. The same amount of days between the 28th of February, 2020, when people began to call for the canceling of the Tokyo Olympics and when the actual opening ceremony of those Olympics were going to be on July 24th of 2020. A month later, the Prime Minister of Japan actually postponed those Olympics. But that's not what's really interesting in relation to 147 days. What's interesting is, in the movie Akira, based in a 2019 Tokyo, 30-something years after Japan dropped an atomic bomb on Tokyo because ESP experiments on children went wrong, an Olympic stadium is being built in 2019, preparing for the Tokyo Olympics in the movie that came out in 1988. And on the side of that building, there is a sign that says, and I'll read it to you word for word, Tokyo Olympics, 147 days to opening ceremony. People underneath of that sign graffitied just cancel it. There's something going on here. And I can't quite put my finger on it. Call it synchronistic. Call it synchromysticism. Call it parapsychological, if you will. Call it twilight language. There's something weird here. It involves shootings or blood sacrifices. It involves very important times of the year. I'll tell you what that means tonight on the show what exactly is so important about early july mid-july and i mean you know you do know what mid-july is right it's it's midsummer not only is it midsummer but it's the sothic rising of sirius sirius is the dog star sirius the false light like lucifer That brings the dawn like Lucifer, the morning star. The dawn is Aurora. The crown of that light is the corona, the dark night. The dog star Anubis, the dark night, rises. The beginning of the ritual, the dark night rises. Perhaps the conclusion of the ritual, a continuation of the purge, the forever purge. There's a lot of this that we have to talk about tonight and break down further in the next hour I'm Ryan Gable, and I hope you stay with us because it's going to get weirder. And I'd like your advice and your help if you have any opinions or if you have any corrections or anything you want to share with me. rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. This is blowing my mind, and I hope that it's doing the same to you. Don't forget to subscribe to our archive at thesecretteachings.info to get access to all the shows, the montages, my digital books, and all yearly subscribers get access not only to all of that, but 
You'll get a package in the mail with a physical copy of one of my books autographed, if you'd like, with free shipping in the United States. Just go to www.thesecretteachings.info. That's www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere right here on The Fringe FM. Lifting the veil and peering into the abyss should only be done with the proper tools. Get them right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. And don't forget to download The Fringe FM app for free for your mobile device. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and like my show, I like to associate with people and companies who are passionate about taking steps to a healthier life. Pro One Water Filters brings you simple-to-use systems for the home, business, and even the shower. They filter fluoride, heavy metals, and more, and their shower heads stop chlorine from being vaporized and inhaled. I personally use their systems now for five years, and they're worth every penny sincerely. Our other affiliate, US Plus Health, is a small American company specializing in hydrogen peroxide solutions, isopropyl alcohol, and hand sanitizers with no additional ingredients like ethanol, chloride, or methanol. They use 100% U.S. materials at an FDA-registered facility. Their simple, non-toxic formulations are both safe and gentle. They evaporate quickly and leave no residue or stickiness. They're even recommended by the CDC, FDA, and WHO as opposed to other toxic chemicals like QACs. Find links to these affiliates, Pro One Water Filters, and U.S. Plus Health on our website, www.thesecretteachings.info for links, or visit usplushealth.com and type in the promo code TSTCLEAN. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Are you thinking about creating a podcast but don't know where to start? Do you really want to have to learn all this stuff? Individual track processing, enhanced and improved sound quality, edit out those awkward pauses and slips, mix multiple clips and tracks, back volume, deliver consistent sound, live podcast production, show notes and SEO optimization, episode upload to hosting, live call screening, balance levels and loudness, measure broadcast standards, full branding packages, logo design, podcast site, website, show artwork. Or do you just want to get on the mic and get your ideas out there? The Fringe FM team is here to help with all of your podcasting, audio and video production needs. From simple podcast to audio enhancement, our professional production staff will make it easier than ever to create the podcast you desire. Visit thefringe.fm, join our team, and get jump started on your podcast today. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. 
What are you doing on Wednesdays? I want to invite you to join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where I provide commentary and invite guests on to talk about UAPs, conspiracies, current events, nature of reality, consciousness, and of course, the paranormal. Listen to The Rogie Report every Wednesday live at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. For a lot longer than most podcasts have been around, The Secret Teachings has been at the forefront of unique investigation into both the mundane and the extraordinary. Critical thought and controlled speculation allowed us to determine that the much-anticipated UAP report would be vague, unexplained, and would simply imply the need for defense against national security threats. We determined that sonic weapons were the cause of Havana Syndrome a full year before CNN acknowledged the same. We told you about the mind-controlled magic, sex slavery, and intellectual theft in the music industry long before Britney Spears spoke out about her conservatorship, and we've been removed from radio for refusing to censor our show over international child trafficking networks and sex cults long before Epstein didn't kill himself. This has been done with no budget, only your support, and a will to learn and succeed. And you can continue to be a part of The Secret Teachings journey as we broadcast Monday through Friday after lighting the void with Joe Roop, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM, brings you exclusively The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and you are tuned into the Secret Teachings Radio, broadcasting around the world Monday through Friday, exclusively on the Fringe FM. www.thesecretteachings.info is our website where you can find our full show archive, the montage archive, my digital books, and ways to purchase the physical books and the digital books. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info. And on the top of the page, you'll see everything that you might need or want from the broadcast, from top news to our Patreon page to our books to a way to contact us or just email rdgable at yahoo.com. That's r-d-g-a-b-l-e at yahoo.com. And check this out. When you subscribe for one year to the show, it's $50, and you get a free copy of one of my books, either Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, or The Technological Elixir. If you have any questions about those books, the subscription service, or anything else, or you'd like to share information with me, or you would like to suggest something for the show, just use that email, rdgable at yahoo.com. So when we talk about metaphysics and things that are spiritual and psychological, that might be considered parapsychological. They are paranormal, to some degree abnormal, parapolitics, synchronicity, synchromysticism. A lot of people look for a definitive conclusion. 
But you don't find a lot of definitive conclusions in the esoteric and the occult. You don't really find the four in the final equation of two plus two. You find things that really are a kind of code. Not some conspiracy, but some kind of code. You know in the Matrix when Neo is looking down the hall and he can begin to see the green code and then he uh, has the ability to dodge bullets? He can, he can pretty much rise above anything that the artificial intelligence and the computer simulation is doing. He's out of the system even though he's jacked into it. Now I'm not talking about the Matrix or some computer simulation, but just as an analogy, that's what it's kind of like. There really isn't a conclusion, necessarily. It's an observation. I find observations interesting, and so I like to share with you what I observe. Now, I also consider that there is a conclusion in these observations, and I consider that based on the observations and the patterns that are observed, we might be able to make predictions about future events. I'm not someone to make predictions, but... What I have to share with you tonight, I find to be, well, if I'm being very, very uh, honest without thinking uh, about the word choice, the first word that comes to mind and that came to mind was scary. It's a little bit scary, what I've shared with you so far and what I have to share with you this hour. For those of you who may have missed the first hour, or for those of you who might want a recap, I would like to review it, uh, review all the details of the first hour, but not do it in a stale, boring way. I, I want to do it by approaching the subject from a different angle. I just want to give you the details. I want to give you the, the little parts and the little pieces of the, of the pattern, and I want to see if you see what I see. Let's go back to the 2012 Olympics. Remember everybody uh, watching that Olympics and uh, talking about the, the, the opening ceremony and Lord Voldemort which looked like a, a grim reaper or death and the giant baby and the the uh, the health services in London and it was very medical it was very much focused on children and death and you know it, it supposedly had all these deeper significant meanings but i i don't think that the the deeper significant meanings were the implication that it meant uh, or had anything to do with uh, with the health services or with uh, the culture uh, in London or in England. I think the deeper meaning was something that was not only deeper, but something that was darker. Something that translates and transmits across time to 2021. Of course, 2012 is really, take the 12 and reverse it, it's 2021. Just think about that for a moment, 2012 to 2021. You know, when you start to see these patterns, and I'll show you the significance of what this means in a moment, uh, people call it twilight language or synchronicity. Uh, you call it a pattern, uh, call it a coincidence, call it whatever you want, but I, I don't think you can really dismiss what I have to say tonight about, about this subject. 2012 Olympics. What year did those take place? 2012, you'd assume. Well, do you remember what day 
the opening ceremony was? The opening ceremony was July 27th. The closing ceremony was August 12th. A lady named Dame Kelly Holmes was the first torchbearer in London once the torch arrived on the River Thames. That torch and that flame transitioned across London and wound up in the hands of seven young athletes who lit the Olympic cauldron that year. There was a great deal of uh, conspiracy from terrorism to UFOs, actually, that circulated around the 2012 Olympics. One of the biggest conspiracies, probably, was that the Olympic mascots uh, were basically uh, symbols that some people call Illuminati symbols, but uh, you could call them esoteric or occult. Uh, One was just a a big eye. Uh, Of course, you have the London Eye in London, and you have um, the structure of this uh, facility uh, where the Olympics were held, this big stadium. There were these big pyramids uh, that were built as the lighting uh, for the events at night, And these pyramids, um, just big metal pyramids, and at the very top were the lights. So it kind of looked like, you know, an eye of Sauron or the eye of Providence, the eye of God looking down on the the ritual that is the Olympics. And the Olympics is no doubt a ritual going back to very ancient times, thousands of years ago. uh, The Greeks dedicating the games to the god Zeus, of course. Uh, But that light coming down from above is like a fallen light. Right? I mean, you could just think of it like that. It's a fallen light. And that's going to be a very significant component of uh, all of this information that I'm about to just dump out on the broadcast. I'd get a pen or a pencil or a piece of paper and double-check some of this stuff because I might be wrong. Uh, but I don't think that I am, and that actually scares me, scares me a little bit more. Uh, the logo of the 2012 Olympics got a lot of uh, feedback and a lot of criticism because although it was 2012... It looked like letters instead of numbers. It, it looked like it spelled out Z-I-O-N or Zion. And Zion was actually the name of the last human city in the Matrix, interestingly enough, because I used that, that analogy a moment ago. Uh, but think about Zion for a moment. What is Zion? Zion is the city of God. Zion is also Sion or Vizion, Vizion, Vision, Television, Television, Vision, Vi Sion, Vi Zion, to see the London Eye, the 2012 Olympic mascot. Now, if you know your Bible, you'll know that Ezekiel in the book, uh, the Bible, in the book of Ezekiel, had a vision of a city centered on a rebuilt holy temple or the third temple to be established in Jerusalem. Or this was known as the capital, not just a holy city or a holy temple. It's the capital of the Messianic kingdom. Ezekiel 40 through 42, you can read this. Now, if you looked at the roads, some people pointed out that were going into the 2012 Olympic Stadium. They were named uh, Church Road, Angel Lane, Temple Mills, 
and uh, some other names that were very biblical. So the, you put this together, and the city of God, Zion, 2012 Olympics, vision, Ezekiel's vision for the rebuilding of the temple, the third temple established in what Jerusalem is, or the new Jerusalem, the capital of the Messianic kingdom. Now, there's a poet named William Blake. Some of you may be familiar with William Blake, and he wrote a poem about England and about the New Jerusalem. This is what the poem says. I will not cease from mental fight, nor shall my sword sleep in my hand, till we have built Jerusalem and England's green and pleasant land. I will not cease from mental fight, nor shall my sword sleep in my hand, till we have built Jerusalem in England's green and pleasant land. Now, Ezekiel 48.35 defines this city and uh, calls it Yahweh, Yahweh Shammah, or Lord is there. It is the Lord's city, the city of God. It is Zion, the city of God, or the, the last human city in the matrix. Now, I made some observations years and years and years ago, and I just wanted to make a notation of them for you. July 22nd, 2013, Prince George was born to Prince William and Kate Middleton. July 22nd, 2013, Prince William was born on June 21st of 1982. That would make him, at the 2012 Olympics, 30 years old. June 21st is also the summer solstice, and his mother, Lady or Princess Diana, when she was pregnant, had Prince William by an induced birth so that he could be born on the summer solstice. His son was born on July 22nd of 2013, about a year after the 2012 Olympics in London. William was 30 years old during those Olympics, and those Olympics, correct me if I'm wrong, were the 30th Olympiad, XXX. Some people have also pointed out that during the Olympics, and I think that this is what we would call clickbait conspiracy, but during the Olympics in 2012, they predicted the coronavirus pandemic. Now, I looked at that, and it's basically an image of the stadium. I don't remember seeing that image during the Olympics, during the opening or closing ceremonies, but I've seen some pictures of it since then, and people say, well, that's a coronavirus. That's a, a crown virus with all those little triangles on it or those little spikes on it, and it basically is, is manufactured within the stadium. That's what you see there. Uh, you could look up pictures of it. Uh, one of those like Reddit, Instagram, Facebook, clickbait, BS, garbage uh, conspiracies that just are very amateurish. You know, just like I, I was reading about the movie Akira and people were saying, look, in the movie Akira, the Olympics are also in Tokyo. But the movie came out in 1988. How did they know the Olympics would be in Tokyo in 2020, 2021? And in the movie, the, the Olympic Stadium uh, has a sign that says 147 days until the opening ceremony and 
You know, the, the, the prime minister of Japan urged the closing of schools and companies and sporting events on the 26th of February 2020. And that's 147 days until the opening ceremony of the Olympics, July 24th, 2020. And I thought, well, that's just really bad research and math, too, because the 26th of February to the opening ceremony of the 2020 Olympics is 149 days, not 147 days. And it's actually more significant that on the 28th of February, news outlets began to call for the canceling of the games, as Graffiti did under the sign that said 147 days to the opening ceremony. Graffiti said just cancel it in the Akira movie. And from the 28th of February until the opening ceremony of the Olympics, the 24th, that's 147 days. So really shoddy research. I make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. But if you're going to if you're going to make one solid point, make sure it's accurate. Make sure it's correct. I don't know if there's any significance to to this imagery of a, of a coronavirus and the 2012 Olympics. But I think there's a lot more that could be said about it. And uh, you know, I look online and I see things like that, and I think I've spent probably 12 of the last 24 hours in my head putting tonight's show together, and I've spent at least three hours doing research and, and writing things down to make sure dates and things were correct. Again, I make mistakes. If you find a mistake in what I've said tonight, please email me. Uh, a mistake is where, you know, I give a wrong date or I give a wrong time, or a wrong name, or I pronounce something wrong. You know, not really big deals uh, if it's like a pronunciation, but those are mistakes. Not like you don't agree with what I'm saying and assume that I'm implying something I'm not. That's not a mistake. That's your bias. I'm not telling you anything in particular is going to happen, did happen, that there's an importance to something that's happening, right? All I'm saying is this is weird. This is bizarre. There's something weird going on here. The opening ceremony of the 2012 Olympics was on July 27th. Think about this for a moment. What happened seven days before that opening ceremony? The Aurora, Colorado shooting. Who conducted that shooting? James Holmes, supposedly. James Holmes born... December 13th of 1987. James Holmes was on Zoloft. He was considered mentally ill. He was seeing a therapist. He also had contracts with DARPA and the Department of Defense, connections to the Salk Institute in San Diego where he was working, and through the Department of Defense working on the Peak Soldier Performance Program dealing in neuroscience and mind control, interestingly enough. The story was that James Holmes went into this movie theater in Aurora, Colorado, opened fire, killed 12 to 13 people, the original reports literally did not get the number accurate. They said 13 people died, 12 people died, and so on and so forth. But 12 to 13 people died. Uh, interestingly enough, James Holmes was born on December 13th, which is 1213. But the story that we were told doesn't seem to be accurate, considering that witnesses saw four people, not one, four people, in black SWAT-like gear, come into the theater. They actually, one witness said that there was a person who took a phone call, left the door open to the exit, uh, which otherwise had been locked, and uh, that's where the four people came into the movie 
during the Batman screening, Batman uh, The Dark Knight Rises, and uh, opened fire. Four people in a movie theater. That's important. Mostly because just a few minutes, literally just a few minutes before the shooting took place at the beginning of The Dark Knight Rises, a movie was previewed. The movie was called Gangster Squad. And in that movie, four gangsters come in from behind the movie screen, kind of like behind the emergency exit from behind the screen, and they open fire killing people in a movie theater. Go back a month before that shooting. Totally random, it would seem, but the rapper Lil Wayne released a song called My Homies Still. Don't bother going to to watch it or listen to it unless you like Lil Wayne, but if you do go watch the music video, My Homies Still, you'll notice that Lil Wayne, if you type in the uh, name of the song, My Homies Still, and you could look it up on YouTube or look it up on uh, an image search, you'll find a picture of Lil Wayne sitting in a movie theater with 13 dead skeletons. I'm not making that up. Lil Wayne is in a movie theater with 13 dead skeletons. The next month, Aurora, Colorado, 12, 13 people dead. Seven days before the opening ceremony of the Olympics, James Holmes was responsible, supposedly, for that shooting. Seven days later is the opening ceremony of the Olympics. The lady that carried the torch right after the flame was taken off the River Thames, Dame Kelly Holmes, took the torch on the first leg of the torch relay. That torch was relayed with the flame, the sacred fire, from Mount Olympus, and it was taken to seven athletes, seven young athletes, who lit the Olympic cauldron. That is July 27th of 2012. Now, During the Olympics, seven days before the closing ceremony, there was another shooting. This shooting took place in Oak Creek, Wisconsin, on August 5th of 2012. It was carried out by Wade Michael Page. Wade Michael Page, including himself, killed seven people. Wade Michael Page was from Colorado. You know, where Aurora is, where James Holmes carried out the shooting. Wade Michael Page also just happened to live on Holmes Avenue. You know, Holmes as in James Holmes, Dame Kelly Holmes, carrying that torch seven days after the shooting, taking that flame to seven kids, the Olympics proceeding through until August 12th, seven days after the Oak Creek, Wisconsin shooting, where Wade Michael Page killed seven people. And there were even reports that at that same Sikh temple in Oak Creek, Wisconsin, there had been another shooting where seven more people had died. Almost, and I think it was actually exactly, not almost, but exactly seven years to date. I found that years ago, but I could find nothing online about it now. I think I have an article maybe somewhere in a, in a file. I have, I have a file of, of these shootings. I have the original newspaper clippings, actually, of these shootings in my filing system, which is just a big box in my, uh, my closet. Uh, but that is, that is bizarre, considering that 
not only were there four people supposedly in the Aurora, Colorado theater shooting, uh, according to witnesses, in black SWAT-like gear, but there were also, according to witnesses at the Sikh Temple, four people that did that shooting too. Four people in black SWAT-like gear. In fact, I remember, I cannot find it to save my life, but I remember watching a witness on television say that there were four people in black SWAT-like gear and they did the shooting. So vividly I remember that. Even if that's not true, the significance of Seven and Holmes I think is still important. But it goes beyond that. What is The Dark Knight Rises? Well, there's a lot of psychology in the movie. It's The Dark Knight of the Soul and Think about the dark night rises. The dark night rises, rises. The fire rises. The fire rises. You ever seen the dark night rises? Remember when the police are searching for a way into the sewer system underneath of Gotham? And there's a map they have laid out. And on that map, there's an interesting little curiosity marked on that map. It's Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook is designated as one of the strike zones. And interestingly enough, just like in the movie Akira in 1988, essentially predicting the Olympics in 2019, 2020, the Olympic Stadium being built in 2019, where a sign said 147 days until the Olympics and people had spray painted, just cancel it underneath and then on the 28th of February 2020, people had called, the media had actually called for, uh, there's a Forbes magazine article from 28th of February, called for the Olympics to be canceled. And 147 days later would have actually been the opening ceremony of the Olympics. And in March, the Prime Minister of Japan actually did cancel those Olympics. So 147 days is pretty interesting, pretty significant there. But 147 days after the Aurora, Colorado shooting that initiated all of this bizarre synchronicity and synchromysticism and twilight language, there was a shooting in Newtown, Connecticut by Adam Lanza. Adam Lanza, who was born on April 22nd, basically on the Beltane Festival, and two days after the what would later become seven years later, I don't know if that's significant or whatever. We're just playing with numbers. But uh, April 22nd, 1992, Adam Lanza was born. Columbine happened April 20th, 1999. Adam Lanza carried that shooting out at Sandy Hook on December 14th, 2012. July 20th, 2012 to December 14th, 2012. And I did the math to this. Maybe I'm wrong. But I've done the math to this several times. It's 147 days. Strike zone, Sandy Hook. Now, we're skipping this break because there is way too much to talk about, but please go to www.thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe to the archive. You can download and stream all of our broadcasts. Great shows like this Monday through Friday, exclusively on the fringe for The Secret Teachings. When you subscribe, you get access to all the shows, the montages, my digital books, and yearly subscribers also get a free copy of one of my books, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, or The Technological Elixir. Or you can just buy the books separately. Uh, We make um, a good deal on those books because they're self-published. They support the show. We've sold a lot of them. 
I keep having to reorder them. Uh, so I appreciate all of your support by, but whether you buy books, you buy subscriptions, uh, we don't make a lot of money here on the show, uh, but we make just enough to squeeze by. Uh, it's a lot of work doing this kind of research and doing it in a balanced, non-amateurish way um, where I don't intend for it to be clickbait. I intend for you to think about what I'm saying and to correct me if I'm wrong and to try to uh, figure this out with me because uh, there's just something bizarre here. There's, there's something off here. Uh, there's something uh, more than synchronistic here, more than coincidental. Uh, that's what we do on this show, and we just hope that you subscribe, uh, grab a book, and support what we do. If you have any questions, uh, anything you want to share, recommendations, you can email us at rdgable@yahoo.com, and also check out our affiliate sponsors on the website. I have not mentioned them tonight. Pro One Water Filters. You definitely need a water filter. It's so worth the money. Uh, every penny, and uh, it, it's it, it, it's so cheap considering how much money you'll save and how uh, much healthier you'll be considering you won't have uh, heavy metals and chemicals and things like that in your water. Pro and water filters, it's on our website, the slider bar at the top of the page. And also uh, check out US Plus Health, another affiliate we have, uh, an American company. They make uh, great cleaning, disinfecting, sanitizing products that are not filled with toxic chemicals. That is at www.thesecretteachings.info, Pro One Water Filters, and US Plus Health. The Dark Knight Rises. That's what was screening in Aurora, Colorado, back in 2012 when James Holmes goes into that theater and opens fire. In 2021, during the, the Olympics, the Olympic ceremony for the opening of the Games took place on the 20. 20- 3rd of July. On that day, there was a man arrested in Colorado. That's Aurora, Colorado. And I mean literally in Aurora, Colorado, a man was arrested named John Hubert. Now, it might seem totally insignificant, but just hear me out. John Hubert was arrested. He was a police officer. And he was arrested after responding to a trespassing report where he found a Kyle Vinson and uh, basically assaulted this this man. We don't know the details. The man could have pulled a gun. You know, we know how the media portrays police officers nowadays. But Kyle Vinson is considered black, even though he's not black. Uh, The media says that he, quote, identifies as black. Now, that might not seem significant or that it has any relationship to what I'm saying, but it's important because as a result of this, People protested, just like we've been seeing riots and protesting and looting for all number, all manner of reasons over the last year plus. Police brutality, white supremacy, social injustice, etc., etc., etc. People are using any and every excuse to basically purge. That's what they're doing. And, and I don't mean to make a loose connection, but that's what they're doing. They're, they're literally using anything and everything they can to purge their frustrations, their anger, their hatred, etc., etc., etc. Now, this is in Aurora, Colorado on the 23rd of July, the same day as the opening ceremony of the 2021 Olympics, postponed from 2020. Now, three days later on the 26th, a shooting happened in California. That shooting was at an event 
a movie screening of Forever Purge. It left one person dead and one person injured. The suspect, Joseph Jimenez, was charged with murder, attempted murder, and robbery with a gun. That shooting happened in a movie theater at Regal Edwards' Corona Crossings. Corona Crossings. Now let's go back to 2012, The Dark Knight Rises. And that map of Sandy Hook, Strike Zone 1. A movie was released on July 16th of 2012, The Dark Knight Rises. Let's look at this together. July 20th, 2012, the Batman, Aurora, Colorado, James Holmes shooting. It occurs seven days prior to the July 27th opening ceremony of the 2012 London Olympics. The torch was carried by a lady named Kelly Holmes in the first official leg of the Olympic torch bearing. That torch was taken to seven young athletes who lit the Olympic cauldron. During the Olympics, toward the end, another shooting happened. In fact, it happened seven days before the closing ceremony. The closing ceremony, August 12th. The shooting took place August 5th at a Sikh temple in Oak Creek, Wisconsin. The man who carried out the shooting, Wade Michael Page, lived on Holmes Avenue and was from Colorado. These were things that were amplified and promoted as if they were important by the media at the time. I have the original articles and the newspaper clippings. Now, if you go and you watch The Dark Knight again, in that movie you see that map where Sandy Hook is listed as a strike zone. 147 days after the July 20th, 2012 Batman Aurora, Colorado, James Holmes shooting, whatever you want to call it, until December 14th, 2012 is 147 days. December 14th, 2012 is an infamous day in American history in uh, the U.S. school system, it's Sandy Hook. It's 147 days. In 1988, a movie called Akira came out, made by a Katshiro Otomo. Kutshiro Otomo. I think I'm pronouncing his name right. Kutshiro Otomo. Uh, his masterpiece, Akira, came out in 1988. It's a graphic fiction anime. It's set in uh, 2019 Neo-Tokyo. In the movie... 1988 Tokyo had been nuked by the Japanese government after mind control experiments, ESP experiments on children had gone wrong. 30-something years later in Tokyo in 2019, the Olympic Stadium is being built in preparation for the upcoming Olympics. On the side of that stadium, it says Tokyo Olympics, 147 days to opening ceremony. Maybe Japan got the actual Olympics in 2020 because of this movie. Or maybe there's something that uh, we're missing, or maybe it is just a coincidence. But underneath of that sign, there's a sign uh, that's spray-painted that says, Just Cancel It. The sign says 147 days to the opening ceremony. Funny enough, February 28th of 2020, mainstream media called to cancel the actual 2020 Tokyo Olympics. 147 days from February 28th until July the opening uh, ceremony of the Olympics. 147 days from February 8th to the opening ceremony of the Olympics. I mean, 
Do, do I really have to say more? 147 days. Do you see the significance of this? Do you see the, the importance of this? 147 days, February 28th to the opening ceremony of the 2020 Olympics. But those Olympics were postponed. They were essentially canceled. Now, let's build on what we have just a little more because there's, there's something else to this that is, that is just a little bit bizarre. Look at these these numbers. Let's just let's do a little mathematics. One four seven. One four seven is twelve. Twelve is a number that comes up again and again and again and again and again and again and again. From the closing ceremony of the twenty twelve Olympics until Sandy Hook, it's one hundred and twenty four days. One two four. That's the number seven. From the Aurora, Colorado shooting until the Sandy Hook shooting, it's 147 days, just like Akira and just like the real Tokyo Olympics in 2020. July, when the Olympics take place, is an interesting month. What exactly happens in July? Do you know what happens in the month of July? Do you know what July is? I'm not asking that in a sarcastic way. I'm serious. Do you know what July is? July is the month of the Sothic or the Heliacal rising of Sirius. The month of the Heliacal rising of Sirius. Now, Sirius is the dog star. Sirius is the dog star, otherwise known as Anubis, the dog or jackal-headed deity. Anubis is associated with a goddess in Egypt. You might say Isis, and that's true, but Isis is only an extension of this goddess, or rather this goddess is an extension of Isis, but Isis is a, you know, the, the chief goddess, if you will. This goddess is named Sopdet. Sopdet is the name for Sirius in Egypt. In Greek, Sirius or Sopdet is known as Sothis. So they call it the Sothis or the Sothic rising. The Sothic or Sothic uh, Sothis uh, or Heliacal rising refers to the rising of Sirius and the inundation of the Nile River. So it was a very important holiday or holy day in Egypt because it signified rebirth, it signified growth and potentiality, it signified a new year. It's a very important holiday. Not a traditional holiday, but a holiday in the sense that the Nile River would flood and the rising of this star would signify that Sirius is the dog Star, the bright star, the dark day, dog days of summer, the hot sun rising. The dark night rises. Anubis is the dark dog, a black dog associated with f- fertile soil. The dark night rises. Anubis, the dark dog, rising. The Sothic or Heliacal rising takes place between July 20th and July 23rd. 
Interesting that July 20th was the Aurora, Colorado shooting during a screening of The Dark Knight Rises. July 23rd just also happens to be, for whatever it's worth, the opening ceremony of the 2021 Olympics. If you've been following along, you might see some significance there. Celtic Rising happens, of course, in the morning, and you see this dog star come up alongside of the sun. The dawn is personified by the goddess Aurora, Aurora, Colorado. Aurora, Colorado. Aurora, Colorado. That dawn, personified by the goddess Aurora, which means dawn, and the rising of the sun, or the false, one is a false light like Venus, the rising of the sun, the sun is surrounded by a what? A crown, a corona. From the Sothic rising, we see the dawn, we see the crown, we see the dark night rises. And it's from the false light or the dark light, the black sun, that we get chaos and destruction or the forever purge. The forever purge. Think about it. Think about it for a moment. What exactly What exactly does all of this mean? Is this all just coincidental? Is there there no significance, no importance to this whatsoever? This is just the ramblings of of a crazy conspiracy theorist. I don't know if this is true, but some people believe that on the satanic calendar, this same time period is a ritualistic date. And it could take place anywhere between uh, the 20th uh, and the 23rd, 24th of, uh, of July. This is called the Grand Climax. The Grand Climax of the year. The halfway point of the year. The halfway point of the year when the sun no longer is waxing, it begins to wane. Uh, this happens in early July, and we slip into darkness. We slip into chaos and uh, and uh, destruction, if you will. Uh, it's death, basically. Uh, that's that's what this represents. Uh, Sodep or Sopdep, uh, the Sothis uh, in Greece, or Sopdep is the Egyptian for Sirius is associated with the goddess Isis, the morning star, or Venus, which is the false light, and Anubis, the black dog of the Nile. Anubis, the black dog, the black night rises. Isis, the morning star, the false light, bringer of the dawn, bringer of the morning. The dawn is Aurora. The crown that the sun wears, or the crown of the false light, the fallen angel, is the corona. The true light brings warmth and peace and love and uh, safety and protection. The false light brings all the opposite. When darkness rises, it's the dark night rising, and that leads us to chaos, dark rising, Anubis rising, the Sothic rising, Sopdet rising, brings us to chaos and destruction, the forever purge, if you will. People 
have been purging for about a year in the United States, funny enough. And the reason for more protests in Aurora, Colorado this week, Officer John Hubert attacked Kyle Vinson, a suspect who identifies as black, identifies as black, isn't black, identifies as black. Now, what he did to the man, if it was unjustified, uh, is totally wrong. But it happened in Aurora, Colorado, and the date is July 23rd. Three days later is the shooting in California at the Corona Edwards, Regal Edwards Theater. The 23rd is the opening ceremony of the 2021 Tokyo Olympics. You take some of these numbers we've looked at tonight. 147, very important. What is 147? It is 12. 147 days from the Batman shooting to Sandy Hook. From the closing ceremony of the 2012 Olympics until Sandy Hook is 124 days, which is reduces the number 7. 2012, the number 12. Take the 20s off, 12 and 21. What do you get? You get the number 33. The opening and closing ceremonies of the Olympics are also 16 days apart. 1 plus 6 is 7. Significance of the number 7, 7, 7, 7, 7, 7, 7. Something important. Something important here. Take a moment and consider everything I just told you. I don't intend for you to think, oh my God, you figured something important out here. This is, this is so significant. Uh, the world's going to change. It, I, don't, I don't mean to imply that at all. If you thought that I was perhaps implying something to that effect, what I'm simply saying is this all seems a little bit odd and it seems a little bit odd considering the significance of this time of the year, the significance of the dating, and the significance of, uh, well, at least there's one uh, so-called satanic ritual that takes place in the middle of the year called the Grand Climax. And uh, that's what I called the show tonight, a Grand Climax, because I hope that all of this kind of crescendos and uh, I hope it all becomes quite uh, clear, uh, the underlying uh, synchromysticism of what we're talking about here tonight. Um, look at uh, June, uh, June 24th, the midsummer, uh, midsummer solstice, or the summer solstice, midsummer. Um, this is when the sun begins to... Um, uh, wax at its most powerful, and then it begins to decline. Uh, this is around the time I, I don't, I can't verify uh, per se any of this uh, relating to the grand climax as some satanic ritual of blood sacrifice, human sacrifice, things like that. But it's interesting. It's just the name. I like that grand climax. It's the climaxing of the power of the sun. Once the sun begins to decline, we have chaos. We have destruction. We have death and decay we have the rising of darkness we have the violence and the looting and the rioting we have the purging 
It, it just can't be a coincidence. Aurora, Colorado, James Holmes, seven days later, the opening ceremony of the 2012 Olympics, Kelly Holmes carries the torch to seven athletes who are very young children who light the Olympic cauldron. August 5th, seven days before the closing ceremony of the Olympics, the Sikh Temple shooting. Wade Michael Page, the shooter, lived on Holmes Avenue. He was from Colorado. The closing ceremony, August 12th of 2012, the closing ceremony, the date, all the way to December 14th, 2012, the shooting of Sandy Hook was 124 days, adding up to the number seven. From July 20th, the Batman shooting, to December 14, 2012, the Sandy Hook shooting is 147 days. Relating to the movie Akira, and 147 equals 12 again. Now, the Batman movie, The Dark Knight Rises, there's a scene, there's a map, and that map, Sandy Hook is identified as a strike zone. The Dark Knight Rises... It's interesting because July is the rising of Sirius, the dog star, dog, Anubis, the black dog of the Nile. Anubis and Isis are both associated with Sirius, the dog star, because Sirius in Egypt, known as Soptit, or Sothis in Greek, known as the Sothis or Sothic rising of Sirius, signifying the flooding of the Nile River and essentially a a new beginning in Egypt. It was a very important holiday. It's the Sothic Rising, the Dark Knight Rising, the Nubus, the Black Dog Sirius, the Dog Star Rising, coming to power. Sothic Rising is the rising also of Isis. Isis is the morning star Venus. Venus is the false light. The false light that brings the false crown. And this is where I think it gets... Perhaps most interesting, the false crown. What is the false crown? We talked a little bit about it last night, crowning the Antichrist. What is Aurora? Aurora is the dawn. What is the corona? The corona is the crown. The dawning of the crowning of the dark rising or the dark night or the dark prince. It's the Antichrist. The crowning of the Antichrist. The kingdom of the Antichrist lasts how many years? Seven years. Well, it actually only lasts three and a half years. But it's meant to last seven years. From whatever happened relating to Aurora and the Olympics in 2012, all the way up, supposed to be eight years later, ended up being uh, nine years later, uh, to Tokyo from 2012 to 2021, the reverse, 12, 21, 21, 12. 21 and 12 equals 33, another very important number. Whatever happened in between those those times, those dates, and I'm sure there's a lot more you could bring to the table than what I've given you this evening. But you look at all this, you take this all into consideration. From shootings to the Olympics to movies that came out in the 80s about the uh, Olympics, or at least kind of, you know, predicting the Olympics. And the significance of the Sothic rising and the relation to midsummer, the midsummer celebrations. Some perform human sacrifices on 
this day as well. Uh, we don't really do this in the modern world, uh, in the civilized world, but people still do this kind of thing. From midsummer to the Sothic rising to the grand climax ritual, celebrating death and decay, the decay of the sun, the de- the, the decline of the sun, the waning of the sun, the waning of the power of the sun, not celebrating light and warmth and positivity and goodness and God, but celebrating darkness and coldness and evil and things that are diabolic. The dark night rises, Anubis, Isis, the false light, Anubis, the black dog, the dog rises, the black rises, and it is crowned. In the morning, the dawn, Aurora, by the Corona. The Corona, California shooting, the Aurora, Colorado arrest of a police officer, all right around the opening ceremony of the 2021 Olympics. And that led to a protest in Aurora, Colorado. Protests, rioting, looting, all for the same reason. All over the United States the last year, people using any and every excuse to purge, like the movie Forever Purge, screening at that theater in Corona, California. I don't know what it all means. I really don't. All I can tell you is it's a grand climax from 2012 to 2021. It's a grand climax from Zion to Tokyo. I'm just giving you the information And I'm hoping that you reach out to me and you have an opinion on all of this. You have a perspective on all of this. I know I've given you a tremendous amount of information tonight. I don't even know what it all means. I'm just simply reporting the information to you. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. I do think it has something to do with that red dragon. The death of Princess Diana carrying the child. Revelations 12. The red dragon. The lady with the moon under her feet giving birth, and the dragon stood in front of the woman to consume the child. Prince William, 30 years old during the 2012 Olympics. I think there's something more to this. The Red Dragon, Prince Charles, the World Economic Forum, and the Great Reset. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. What do you think? Gable at yahoo.com. This is The Secret Teachings. Stay tuned to The Fringe FM. Subscribe, grab a book, support the show. Stay safe, stay informed, and we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. But don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.